The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome to the Financial Focus Radio Show with your hosts, Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Join us as we discuss markets, bring transparency to issues within the financial services industry, and bring honest, thoughtful analysis every week. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us uh, on this weekend that started out relatively sunny and warm and got cold quick. Uh, as always, if you want to be part of the program, you can call us, 877-670-7117, or send us an email with a question or a comment at, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Good morning, Mr. Finelli. How goes the battle in the Finelli household? Good morning. Feels like uh, it's 2021 all over again this week in markets. Kathy, oh. Kathy Woods, uh, Warren Buffett again, and... Tesla's up 50%. Yeah, he was Warren Buffett. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching lots of Warren Buffett videos lately to remind myself of the right thing to do uh, as it relates to investing anyway. Bitcoin's so. going to the moon. Yeah. It's, Stonks just go up. YOLO, back, back, uh, you know, the best uh, barometer for me, actually, of what's going on is Josh's generation is the, is the uh, millennials and how they're behaving and how much their money they're spending and how they're feeling about spending money. And uh, they got a little tepid there for a while, but it seems that they're back on the Making It Rain program. So we'll see how long it lasts. I know Jay Powell, uh, I hope Jay Powell's been paying attention. He's he's going to let us know uh, what his thoughts are next Wednesday. So uh, I'm sure he'll be a wimp. Well, as, as you, had the, you had American Express report this week, which... The stock was up 10%. Millennials were making it rain, On so Friday. to speak. And then the well, week- American Express reported their biggest uh, quarter of charges ever in the history of the company. And then you had Discover a few days prior, uh, you know, that lower tier credit consumer uh, and charge offs rose dramatically in the expectation of conditions getting pretty, pretty bad in the months and weeks to come. We'll see if the millennials can pull us through. It's up to you guys. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the week that was in the capital markets, U.S. stocks. As measured by the S&P 500, and this is what Josh is talking about, back to rainbows and butterflies, the S&P 500 was up 3% last week and is having a banner start to 2023. Uh, international developed market stocks had some underperformance last week. They were up 1% still, though. Uh, the emerging markets were up 1.5% last week, and it's funny, Josh and I were looking uh, trailing uh, trailing three months, international developed market stocks are up about 20%, uh, and emerging markets over the last three months are up 25%. So huge moves for both of those markets. Uh, U.S. small cap stocks are up about 2.7%, uh, so they're also having a good year uh, there. We didn't see much moving in the interest rate complex, so if you looked at the aggregate bond index so uh it's sort of the broadest market index for the bond market it was essentially unchanged last week from a price perspective uh the yield on the two-year treasury is 4.2 percent and the yield on the 10-year treasury is three and a half percent so the yield curve is still inverted it's not quite as inverted as it was last week but it still remains uh pretty pretty inverted and we'll see what happens next week with the end of the three day two day Fed meeting uh what happens with the interest rate complex. Gold was mostly unchanged at nineteen thirty an ounce and oil also was unchanged, but we did see a lot of volatility in the oil markets last week. Um as it looks like you know we will start to see a p- potentially a pickup in demand uh coming out of China as China continues their reopening. Um it's so interesting to see that reopening in China you know, we went through this. How many? We went through it like 18 months ago. What they're going through now, and um, but there's obviously just a lot more people, which creates a lot more demand. So it'll be the, very interesting to see what happens. Like with the, the price of oil, the accumulated savings figure was actually a pretty close approximation to what U.S. consumers saved over the time. It was like two and a half trillion or something that can, Chinese consumers didn't spend. And but of, of course, the number of people, uh, it's less on a per capita basis, but. 
whether or not revenge travel and some of those other dynamics that came in the wake of COVID in the United States materializes yet to be seen. But Well, it's also interesting to see China's uh, GDP, if you can believe the numbers that they send out, uh, grew at 3.3%, which is the lowest it's been in quite some time. It's hard to imagine that G- how GDP grew when everybody was locked in their apartments, but you know <laughs> yeah. it, it, the Chinese can make up the numbers however they want to. They they're going to eclipse us a little bit slower than they were previously, but it's uh, still still an inevitability at this point. Well, it's funny we had a, uh, Josh and I had lunch with a, a client uh, who uh, lived in China and worked for a big company in China for a bunch of years, and um, you know she was reminding us that for most of human history, uh, China's economy was the biggest in the world. Uh, and you know it's relatively recent that China's economy wasn't isn't hasn't been the biggest in the world, and obviously that's going to change again here quickly. But their economy has now finally started to, or their their not not their economy, their population has started to shrink as a result of that one child uh, deal. So the big economic news last week was we got the fourth quarter GDP report for the U.S. economy. The U.S. economy grew by 2.9 percent in the fourth quarter. Uh, that was slightly lower than the 3.2% growth we saw in the third quarter, but it was still growth. Um, consumer spending certainly weakened from the third quarter, but it still stayed positive. Uh, housing was the sort of biggest drag on GDP, but government spending, of course, was the biggest boost uh, to, to growth in GDP. So it's very interesting to see. I think most economists were surprised by the much better than expected GDP print in the fourth quarter. I certainly was uh, one of those people that was surprised. The other thing is we we got uh, jobless claims last week. That's essentially people filing uh, for unemployment uh, last week, and it was unbelievably low. So the labor market remains uh, very surprisingly resilient. We'll see the effect that all of these technology companies' layoffs have as they sort of trickle down uh, into the rest of the economy. But as we sit here today, the labor market remains more than robust. I mean, we're at more than full employment. Three and a half percent is tied the record low for lowest ever employment in this country. And so um, it's it's such a weird place to think about. Uh, how, you know, everybody's talking about a recession, but it's hard to imagine a recession with three and a half percent unemployment. The other thing that I wanted to note from the GDP that kind of blew my mind when I saw it is <laughs> nominal GDP is now 26 trillion. It was only 21 and a half right prior to COVID. And so when you think about the effects of inflation on the nominal, so the that nominal number just the, the size of total G- gdp gdp is now five and a half trillion more than it was just two and a half years ago it's just sort of blew my mind to think about yeah from a growth rate perspective that's crazy uh the fed's uh preferred uh inflation game gauge came out that that's the personal consumption expenditures price index or the famous pce it rose five percent in december uh compared with december the previous year uh, the, from Dece- from November to December, it was up a tenth of a percent. Um, that's the lowest level of growth in the PC since October of 2021. So obviously, inflation continues to go in the right direction. It ha- lower, of course, if you, assuming you want inflation to go lower, which we we do. Um, so, you know, it, it's going to be very interesting. The messaging coming out of the Fed. So next Wednesday is the end of the Fed's two-day meeting, and uh, the market and everybody in the world is expecting the Fed to raise rates by a quarter of one percent. We'll get the Fed funds rate to a range of between four and a half and four and three quarters. I think most people were expecting Fed funds to get to that five percent number, uh, but now there's a lot of, uh, I guess, argument in the marketplace about whether we're even going to get there. Um, I hope we do, but we, time will tell. It, it, I think the biggest thing next week is going to be the messaging from the Fed and what they say. And then real quick, Josh, in the minute we have left, uh, earnings season's obviously underway fourth quarter. Uh, and that's been actually surprisingly better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, 143 companies, uh, S&P 500 companies reporting as of Friday. Um, so quite a ways to go. But uh, starting, and of course, the the big Big tech starts next week, but uh, we've got Microsoft so far, at least. But S&P 500 earnings growth up uh, 1.6% uh, year on year, so not so bad. And energy earnings, of course, leading the way, up 60%. Chevron on printed a $35 billion. We've certainly seen a big divergence, too, yeah. even within industries of certain companies that are operating better than others. So Yeah, but it's the beat rate has, is a, essentially at historical averages so you know i mean of course companies 
lower expectations and then always clear the hurdle. We talk about this every earnings season. But, but all that matters is the year-over-year number anyway. Yeah, and so. it's, you know, there's positive surprises that are outnumbering the negative ones, that's for sure. All right, if you'd like to be part of the program, you have a question or a comment, give us a call, 877-670-7117, or go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, and send us an email. When we come back, we're going to talk about how this current market is a very close analog to the late 90s, early 2000s. So stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Get ready for spring with savings in every department during the Fresh Start Sale at Coastal. Coastal Farm and Ranch, with just what the country needs. Spring is right around the corner, and so are the savings at Coastal. Stop by today and go home with everything you need to get your garden growing and more. Coastal Fresh Start Savings include workwear, western apparel, footwear, power tools, and these offers. Get 40% off select discontinued Carhartt for the family. Plus, save $100 on the Daniel Boone Choice Pellet Grill from Green Mountain. Carhartt selection varies by store. It's the Coastal Fresh Start Sale going on now. Shop in-store or online at CoastalCountry.com. Some items may not be available online. Coastal Farm and just what the country needs. Serving Central Oregon from Highway 97 in Redmond. We love it here, and we think you will too. Welcome to Alpine Meadows. Beautifully kept landscaping, Alpine Meadows has one-bedroom apartments and two- and three-bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dallas, California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails. A place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows Townhomes. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. You enjoy the quiet life, but... You like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code PASS for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code PASS. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code PASS for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code Pass. Connect to the Financial Focus Radio Show on YouTube or iTunes. Listen to past shows, get our bi-weekly e-news, and keep up to date on the market. You can also sign up for our e-newsletter on our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Let's get back to the show. If you'd like to sign up for a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life, answer questions about your portfolio, your estate plan. 
Whatever you want to talk about is fair game. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get one of those scheduled. The number here is 800-743-0988 or go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com and send us an email. Just let us know you'd like a free retirement review. Uh, this falls under the title Voting With Their Feet. Obviously, in the last year, and this has been in the press quite a bit, there's been a great migration out of uh, states that have high taxes uh, and more regulations um, and their higher cost of living, of course, and uh, so into states with lower taxes and less regulation. The biggest losers over the last year, meaning people leaving, were New York and California. That's not a big surprise. And the biggest net winners were the state of Texas and Florida. It's funny, the list, so it goes, the list of people uh, were, of states where people were leaving uh, were New York, California, Illinois, and this is in order, New York, California, Illinois, Pennsylvania. Number five was, was Louisiana. That one surprised me. Uh, number six was Oregon. Uh, and so we're pretty high up on the list. And, I, you know, we have witnessed that. Uh, we have had lots of clients, not lots of clients, but on a relative basis, I guess, uh, quite a few clients that have retired and left the state of Oregon, um, not just to go someplace warmer, just to, I may, maybe part of it is because Ben's grown so much and most of the people that have been here for 30 plus years can't stand what it's become. <laughs> yeah. And I'm starting to fall in that camp. <laughs> I'm the old fuddy duddy. The, the, the tax burden alone it motivates a lot of people too, just the, the state specific burden. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's my sister-in-law lives in San Francisco and I, she has like 75 lines on her tax, you know, because she lives in the city of San Francisco. So there's all these I think particularly taxes. here, too, at least amongst our retiree client base that, you know, most of them owned their home and, you know, achieved a sales figure that was almost incomprehensible to them a few years prior. And they were able to get an arbitrage and go somewhere else and. Yeah. Increase their standard of living and yeah, buy a house they never thought they'd ever be able yeah, to afford for completely. cash. Yeah. So obviously we're everybody's still can debating whether the economy the US economy is heading into a recession, but we it, it sure feels like and I'm not talking about just Ben, I'm talking about nationally the housing market has entered a recession. Uh US building permits uh hit a thirty one month low in December, down thirty percent year over year. Existing home sales for, fell for the eleventh consecutive month, down thirty four percent year over year. It was the second largest year-over-year decline on record. Uh, uh, and we're essentially what, what's happening is we're following the same pattern as the last housing bubble. And I'm not saying we're going to have the same uh, correction that we had in the last housing bubble. But the first affordability collapses, which we saw, affordability of homes uh, nationally became a real problem. It really became a problem here in Central Oregon. Then we saw sales uh, sort of plummet. And then the next step will be prices decline. We have, we've seen... Affordability uh, collapse, which was the problem, and then we saw sales collapse, uh, and the next move lower will be when prices head lower. And I'm sure there's people screaming at their radio telling me all the reasons I'm wrong, but um, I'm not. It's not. An, it's not like I'm wishing for that. I own a house, also. Um, we've started the last phase with median existing home sales. Sale prices are down 11% from the peak after the last housing bubble. Prices fell 33% nationally. The same decline today would bring houses prices back to February of 2020. Uh, that's obviously a reflection of the mania we saw in the current bubble, which was a 40% increases nationally in house prices in two years. That obviously is very unhealthy. And even if you're a realtor or anybody in, the, in that business, you should have never wanted that. I know it felt good at the time, but it made for an unhealthy housing market. And I think you would have taken that maybe uh, that 40 percent increase over a much longer period of time, which would have uh, been a, much better for you long term. OK, let's talk about the analog of today's market and what we're experiencing right now to the to the market we saw at the turn of the millennia. So late 90s, if you remember, uh, we, we had technology, tech telecom media stocks going through the stratosphere from a valuation standpoint. So if it had .com, uh, it went up, IPOs were going crazy. The market was just in a frenzy. Uh, the difference between now and then is we said GDP growth that was, you know, six, six and a half percent. And so what the Fed did was they said, well, we need to cool the economy in late 1999. And so they started raising interest rates. Um, and they raised rates six times until March of 2000. And that's when 
the market said uh, we can't take the, this higher rates, and the market started to sell off. So very similar dynamic, right? We had way overvaluation in 2021 for lots of different companies. Didn't matter. Uh, you know, people were just paying multiples that didn't make any sense. Multiples, you know, we had all Josh's generation that didn't go through that market say, this time it's different. You know, you, you Tyler, you Buffett, you all you guys don't know what you're talking about. This time it's different. Look at how exciting this technology is. <laughs> I was at Josh's wedding and I was sitting with somebody that worked in the tech business and he, he sat there looking at me with his puppy dog face and said, Tyler, isn't this technology so exciting and what's happening technology? <laughs> And I, I was trying to figure out what drugs he was on because I wanted some. But he, uh, yeah, so so we, we saw the same thing, right? And then obviously we, what the same thing happened. Valuations got crazy, and the Fed said we got to cool the economy. The Fed, the Fed really wasn't necessarily worried about uh, the market. They were really worried about inflation. They didn't think the economy was too hot, but it's, they're essentially the same The mechanics thing. of the sell-off were pretty similar, too, in the early 2000s in that it was the pets.com of the world that got absolutely obliterated early and then it took a while but six or seven months later that's when the cisco's and the microsoft's the buy at any price names the stalwarts of the market they really started to get whacked and uh it's th that sort of played out in a similar time fashion actually you know as it did in 2022 so and yeah so the, the reason we're bringing it up is like all of you that you know the most likely scenario is the issue we have dealing with this market now it's going to be a duration thing in that market in the early 2000s we had big rallies 20 plus percent rallies in that market um the other thing that's important to know about that market if you had a truly globally diversified portfolio you did okay the nasdaq from the peak in 2000 to the bottom in 2000 two went down 82 percent so you didn't want to be in that part of the market but if you own small caps if you own value if you own international if you own em um, and you own some bonds you actually made it through that period okay and which is why we're always advocating for that and the other i mean the nasdaq also the even though earnings started to grow in 2003 again the multiple on the nasdaq continued to contract all the way until 2009 that persist it persisted for the better part of a decade that sort of the cautionary tale in, embedded in that is when you see these names ripping 50% over the course of a month and the economic situation surrounding them is deteriorating, that's, a, that's a, something to take heed of for sure. Yeah, so you know, if you want to study what we think is going to be a similar market uh, correction in that it could take a while, we don't think that like it's going to be this sort of V-shaped recovery. We think it's going to be a longer deal. And when we talk to clients and they ask us about it, we think it's going to be a duration story, meaning you know, everything has to reprice, higher interest rates, the Fed quantitative tightening, all of that stuff has to be repriced, and that could take a while. And when so much of the market valuation-wise didn't make sense, remember, interest rates price everything. Everything is priced off of interest rates. And so now interest rates are materially higher. And so everything has to be repriced. Real estate, high price stocks, all stocks, bonds, everything. And that just started. Last year was the beginning of that. We probably have 12 or 18 more months of that repricing. All right. If you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a short video in the middle and end of every month. I'm going to do one next week. Uh, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Send us an email. Just say, I'd like to be added to your e-newsletter list, and that's the only thing we'll send you. When we get back, when we come back, we're going to tackle some of your emails, so stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five- to six-minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or on northwestquadrantwealth.com. This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on a hot tub and swim spa today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. 
Save thousands. Be advised. This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on a hot tub and swim spa today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. 18-month interest-free financing. Brand new 2023 inventory. Ready for immediate delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Huge factory incentives, factory rebates, this weekend only. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. We can remove your old hot tub. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Come see the revolutionary new swim spa in action at exceptional prices. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Just relax and enjoy. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Today, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Free parking, free admission, free delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center, Redmond. Call 888-SPA-SALE or visit Hot Tub and Swim Spa Sale. Hey, there's a lot of cool stuff out here. Where are you? In Wilson's Furniture Warehouse. There's too much stuff. One of a kind, discontinued models, and old furniture friends. Well, why don't we offer up the sweetest deals of the year and empty the place out? Perfect. The warehouse clearance sale at Wilson's Redmond and Wilson's Mattress Gallery Bend. Save hundreds of dollars, even thousands on sofas, love seats, sectionals, recliners, lift chairs, cocktail tables, end tables, over 700 accessories, up to 75% off. So much stuff. There's furniture and mattress clearance specials at both stores in Bend and Redmond. Special financing and always free delivery. See store for details. The warehouse clearance sale is on now. At Wilson's of Redmond, Wilson's Mattress. Gallery Bend, we've got the furniture and mattress for you. Even at Lowe's since 1962. About a hundred years ago, Bend started up as a lumber town with mostly small wooden homes built to shelter the mill workers. Today, it's a bustling city of startups and established businesses with a tremendous variety of homes built to enjoy the outdoor lifestyle. For more than a half of that century, Duke Warner Realty has been here to help people buy and sell those homes. Family owned and operated since 1967, Duke Warner has a team of brokers who know the community and the market inside out. With many decades of expertise in the Central Oregon area, we're your friends and neighbors who believe that combining old-fashioned hard work with the newest technologies gives you the competitive edge. We'll walk you through the listings, the comps, the offers, the counteroffers, the inspections, the escrow, the clear closing we'll even walk you through the walkthrough until finally the celebration so if you're ready to move now or any time in the next hundred years contact duke warner realty because when it comes to real estate you can't fake experience hey there it's lars and i'd like to tell you about my friends at volvo cars bent Things look different at Volvo Cars Bend. They've looked at the market. They've seen the changes. They've made the adjustments. And now's the time for you to get into Volvo Cars Bend and see it for yourself. A great selection of Volvos and an enhanced selection of pre-owned. Volvo Cars Bend knows what it means to have a luxury experience. Come in and experience it for yourself. Volvo Cars Bend has all the buying options for you, and they're ready when you're ready. Get ready to be Volvoed for life. And don't forget, Volvo Cars Bend is a truly local business. They support a local charity every month. Get in now and see the great selection of Volvos and the better selection of pre-owned. Volvo Cars Bend, where we know luxury. On the north side at Highway 97 in Grandview and at VolvoCarsBend.com. That's VolvoCarsBend.com. And be sure to tell them Lars sent you. listening to Financial Focus Radio Show, where you get honest and actionable advice every week from the partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Remember, you can always listen to past shows on iTunes or find us on northwestquadrantwealth.com. If you go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, uh, you can see all our past videos, our or past e-news videos, all our old radio shows. So if you want to get somebody hooked on our fabulous radio show like you must be you can go to our website or tell them to go to our website or send them a link to our website uh and you can see why both of us have faces for radio i guess josh who was it some one of our clients thought that josh looked like tom cruise he's uh experiencing early dementia <laughs> is it tom cruise from the first top gun or tom cruise from the last one i mean he looked pretty young in the last one whoa yes okay. right 
On that note, let's uh, get back to the radio show. Got to get some Kenny Loggins on this outro, Tim. Yeah, come on, Tim. Kenny Loggins. You've been, we've been missing Kenny Loggins. Um, so here's something I, you know, I came to mind this week meeting with clients um, because, you know, when we talk, it's always funny when we talk, do an e-newsletter and we send it out to clients or we sit across the table from a client or talk to them on the telephone and they ask us what we think is going to happen in 2023. Um, you know, we're Josh and I, quite frankly, aren't overly optimistic. We think it's probably good. We're going to trade in a range. You know, we'll trade higher, trade lower. There'll be plenty of volatility, but I don't know that we'll finish the year positive. It really depends on what Jerome Powell decides to do and his cronies at the Fed. Um, and so then, then clients always think to themselves, well, shouldn't we do something about that? That that sounds not good. And so maybe we should be doing something about that. And we have to then remind them that just because Josh and I have an opinion uh, about the short-term direction of the market, that's uh, worth about as much as a cup of coffee. Like it, it doesn't matter. Like we, we, everybody has an opinion about the short-term direction of the market. But if you look at the the success rate of Wall Street strategists in predicting predicting the market a year out, the stock market, the bond market, they're all failing miserably at being good at it. And so why are, are Josh and I any different? Um, with a lot less resources. The major banks were 0 for 16 at the onset of 2022. And so I bring that up because we have to remind clients, especially new clients, that uh, investment decisions, so to changes in your portfolio should always be based on your life circumstances changing, not what the market is doing. Now, the caveat to that is, you know, Josh and I made changes to our client portfolios uh, allocations to the bonds we had because of the interest rate environment. And to us, it was a no-brainer to shorten our duration as much as we could and improve the credit quality as much as we could. So so that I'm not talking about those kind of decisions. What I'm talking about is like wholesale changes to your risk level. Uh, and so anytime you're changing your risk level, either adding risk or taking risk away, it should always be based on your circumstances in your life, not the market. Because, you know, I remember in, in 2021, we had lots of clients that were relatively conservatively invested. You know, 60% of their money was in stocks and 40% in bonds. And obviously, those 40% in bonds were a drag on their performance when the market was as good as it was in 2021. And so those people are saying, well, maybe we should increase our risk. Maybe we should have 80% in stocks. <laughs> and it's like, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Investor, we'll do that. But we're going to wait for the market to go down 20% before we do that. And then when you call them up and you say, okay, markets are down 20%. Remember, you wanted to take more risk. They say, no, why would we take more risk now? And so that's that's the important lesson that all of you need to learn because we have a segment that's going to talk about invest today, invest investment returns versus investor returns. And retail investors, all of you out there listening that don't have a financial advisor, your returns are awful. Like when you look at you all in aggregate, I mean, most of you would be better off just owning either money market or U.S. treasuries your returns would be about the same and it would be much smoother. The fastest. And it's because of your behavior, making changes, the wrong changes at the exact wrong time. As an advisor, you know, past, past behavior is the best indicator of future behavior for sure. And that was sort of, I think, the beauty of 2020 is that fastest bear market ever. You really got a window into who was going to freak out and who did. And a lot of those people, you know, they thankfully stayed the course. Uh, and so in 2021, the FOMO didn't creep in quite so much, but uh, here we are again. Remember, Obviously. investment decisions should be made based on your life circumstances and not the market. All right, let's tackle some emails. We got an email from Don, uh, and it's D-A-W-N, so forever who hadn't sent this. Um, I'm 68 years old, collecting Social Security and still working. I'm aware that my benefit could increase depending on the size of my current earnings, but when would I see that extra money? Don is correct. So uh, what Don's talking about, she's obviously still, I assume Don's a woman, still employed, uh, but she's collecting her Social Security. I hope that Don waited uh, till her full retirement age, which was probably 66 in so many months, so she wasn't penalized on her Social Security. But Don is, uh, still, wor or is still working, collecting her Social Security, and is wondering uh, if the benefit will go up based on her earnings. And if 
So what Social Security does, um, it, it's obviously based on your highest 35 years of earnings, no, man, no matter when you produce those earnings. So, Don, uh, you're correct in that if you have a larger salary right now, which, uh, you know, later in life, is replacing the early years. Um, so once a year, Social Security Administration reviews earnings records uh, for all of their beneficiaries uh, who work to determine whether they're eligible for an increased payout. If, if Don, if you're eligible for, for an increase in your payout, um, it takes effect in January the following year. So, Don, assuming you know, you're making more than the beginning part of those 35 years, which I'm probably sure you are, your Social Security will go up uh, not only by the COLA, uh, the cost of living adjustment, which we've just seen two of the largest cost of the living adjustments since the early 80s. Yours will also go up by the amount uh, that it should go up because of your increased earnings. So a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people think that once you sign up for Social Security, even if you're still working, that that's not going to have any impact, but it does. So, uh, that, But the only caveat Josh and I would add is that if you're going to take, take Social Security and still work, make sure you wait till your full retirement age. Otherwise, you're essentially uh, – penalize 50% for every dollar uh, in Social Security that you would normally get for every dollar you make over 19000 uh, All right, we got an email from a Don R. in Redmond. Uh, Don says, should most, Josh, you can take this one, should most investors reinvest their dividends? Why or why not? My initial thought is while still accumulating assets, yes, but when withdrawing in retirement, take the dividends in cash. I've read stats that say a large percentage of compounded returns come from reinvesting dividends, so it seems like a good move and another way to dollar cost average on a small scale, but maybe I'm missing something. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Um, we hammer on this point quite a bit, but 40% of the long-run return from the S&P 500 comes from the reinvestment of dividends. Far too often we see client portfolio construction geared toward the creation of income, and uh, the collection of that income in resulting in the, all of those dividends paying to cash, uh, the better strategy, we would argue, and the data bears this out, of course, is that you want to construct your portfolio such that you have a bucket to pull on when stocks are going down. Uh, that bucket, we use, of course, short-term treasuries, but the idea is your stock should always be reinvesting because that is going to dramatically enhance your return over time. And a big chunk of that 40%, of course, comes from these multi-month or multi-year bear markets where every quarter, or in some cases every month, depending on the equity, uh, you're reinvesting uh, those earnings right back into stocks and buying them at a lower ebb and, of course, juicing your forward returns going into the future. Yeah, and the other thing for everybody to realize in a bear market is, you know, when dividends are being paid in a bear market, that's good. Obviously, you're getting, like Josh just said, a lower price. Here's, uh, you know, retirement generally is about 30 years, and so uh, there I can give you two 30-year periods uh, and, and tell you the difference between dividends reinvested and not. 1933 to 1962, the pure price return of the S&P 500 was 8.3%. So if you'd invested $10,000, you would have had 108000 over that 30-year period. The total return, meaning dividends reinvested, was 12.8, which would give, have given you 367000 1993 to 2000, or 2022, price return was 7.5%, making that 10000 88000 The total return was 9.6% which would make it 152000 So big difference, uh, dividends reinvested versus paying the cash. Um, you know, it's not the end of the world if at some point when you are in retirement where, you know, are, are going to take some income. But the data is very clear that reinvestment of dividends uh, makes a huge difference in total return, and as Josh said, 40%. Alrighty, if you'd like to sign up for our there's Kenny Loggins, Josh. If you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, send us an email, just let us know you'd like to be added to our e-newsletter list. When we come back, it's a shame of the week, we're gonna talk about annuity sales. Uh, go for it, Iceman. I can see you out on the beach in the zinc and the umbrella. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988.
Hey, there's a lot of cool stuff out here. Where are you? In Wilson's Furniture Warehouse. There's too much stuff. One-of-a-kind, discontinued models, and old furniture friends. Well, why don't we offer up the sweetest deals of the year and empty the place out? Perfect. The warehouse clearance sale at Wilson's of Redmond and Wilson's Mattress Gallery Bend. Save up to 75% on brand name mattresses and power adjustable bases right now. Take advantage of Wilson's deepest discounts on instant comfort, heirloom, cluffed, and martial luxury mattresses. Save hundreds of dollars, even thousands. Special financing and always free delivery. See store for details. The warehouse clearance sale is on now. Better get in here. Price is subject to stock on hand. At Wilson's of Redmond, Wilson's Mattress Gallery Bend, we've got the furniture and mattress for you. Even at local since 1962. About 100 years ago, Bend started up as a lumber town with mostly small wooden homes built to shelter the mill workers. Today, it's a bustling city of startups and established businesses with a tremendous variety of homes built to enjoy the outdoor lifestyle. For more than a half of that century, Duke Warner Realty has been here to help people buy and sell those homes. Family owned and operated since 1967, Duke Warner has a team of brokers who know the community and the market inside out. With many decades of expertise in the Central Oregon area, we're your friends and neighbors who believe that combining old-fashioned hard work with the newest technologies gives you the competitive edge. We'll walk you through the listings, the comps, the offers, the counteroffers, the inspections, the escrow, the closing. Closing. We'll even walk you through the walkthrough until finally the celebration. So if you're ready to move now or anytime in the next hundred years, contact Duke Warner Realty because when it comes to real estate, you can't fake experience. What if I told you there was a way to step into another gear for your brain and be much sharper, more focused, and improve your memory to a level that you could only dream about? And notice these results in 30 minutes. Hard to believe? Neuroscientists are calling this new brain discovery the biggest advancement in brain science to date. It's called Limitless, the brain pill of the future. Take it, and within 30 minutes, you'll transport your mind to a new level of focus and clarity you would have never thought possible. I took Limitless, and it started working in minutes. All of a sudden, it felt like a dark cloud had been lifted up right before my eyes. I have a mental clarity I've never felt before. Biz execs, athletes, teachers, and students are calling Limitless a secret weapon for the brain. You have nothing to lose, so call now and find out how to get a free bottle today. To find out how to get a free bottle of Limitless, call 800-680-9416. That's 800-680-9416. Free bottles for a limited time. Call now, 800-680-9416, 800-680-9416. Thank you for joining Financial Focus Radio Show. Honest, transparent analysis brought to you every week by Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Call the show anytime at 877-670-7117. We'll try to answer your question on the air in the following weeks. Now, back to the team from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Welcome back. I am part of said team. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he's Josh Finelli, and we're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. If you would like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, we'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life, your portfolio, your asset allocation, your estate plan, whatever you want to talk about is fair game. Uh, so if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office here to get it scheduled. The number here is 800-743-0988 or go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com and send us an email. Just let us know you'd like a free retirement review. Maybe when I retire, um, like Magnum PI, Tom Selleck, I can I can be a spokesperson, grow a sweet mustache like he has, be a spokesperson. He's, he's selling reverse... Or, Reverse mortgages, which I would never, ever, ever do. But who was the guy that did it before him? Wasn't was it a... Charlie Sheen's dad, Martin Sheen? Yeah. I mean, a lot of guys, a lot of one people. of them was a yeah. presidential candidate too, like Fred Thompson or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah, maybe I don't know. Who knows? They always go to like the next elder, Silver Fox. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm gonna be. Uh, man, so there's something called the Mannheim Used Car Index, uh, which measures the nationally the price of used cars in this country. 
Um, and when you look at this chart, it's quite funny. It goes back to the chart I'm looking at is the rolling 12-month change of used car prices going back to 2009. Um, so in uh, right right when the COVID deal happened, uh, we saw a nine percent decrease in used cars prices, followed by car prices ripping higher, up fifty five percent. A lot of you remember that when used car prices were, uh, you know, you could have a one year old car that would you could sell for more than when you bought it. Um, and uh, the last twelve months, used car prices are down fifteen percent, which is the new record for one one year decline for used car prices so you know some of the inflationary um signals are declining thankfully uh used car prices you know when you when you think about a depreciating asset uh it was crazy to see appreciating used cars that was a funny thing funny phenomenon and that hadn't happened in my life appreciating used cars after a year of usage yeah i mean it was just contrary to any logic which tells you it's probably about to go the other way and they did so uh, and then Josh shared this with me. This comes from comes from iShares. iShares did this study. Um, they looked at uh, annual fund mutual fund uh, U.S. large. They looked at U.S. large cap mutual funds from 2010 to 2019, so 10 year period. And they looked at the costs. The annual fund expense ratio showed the expense ratio that they published that you can see was 0.91 percent. So pretty high. Uh, but the annual fund tax cost, so meaning the trading that the mutual fund did and then had to distribute to the shareholders was another 1.77%. Because remember, uh, you can't spend uh, pre-tax dollars, you have to spend after-tax dollars. So when you look at the combined expenses, when you factor in taxes of an actively managed mutual fund in a taxable investment account, it is really, really high, which is why we advocate for none of you to own them. <laughs> okay. Uh, our shame this week, and we go off and on and having shames. Thanks, Tim. You're qu quick on the ball today. Uh, is uh, we got the data for 2022 uh, for annuity sales. So if you listen to this program, you know that Josh and I are not fans of annuities, all different kinds of annuities. There's a couple different annuities that we're okay with in very rare occasions, that being an immediate annuity for a very specific uh, situation, but it's a pretty, you know, 9.9% .9 of the time, 9.9 .9 out of 10 times, we're going to say you don't need an annuity. Uh, and so we, I'm looking at data going back to 2022. Two and it, it, Limra, which is uh, the annuity industry, sponsors it, and it looks at all the data in the insurance industry. Uh, in 2022, there were 310 billion dollars worth of annuity sales, which was a jump of 22 percent, 22%, uh, also a 17 percent hike over the record set in guess what year, Josh? 2008. So we know. Uh, in doing this, because we see people come into our office all the time, that when volatility spikes in the market and people get nervous about the market, bad financial advisors, instead of educating their clients on what to do and behavioral modifications and, you know, stay the course and, and educating their clients about why staying in the market in low cost investments has always been the right thing. These these lazy advisors that are thinking about themselves uh, Colleen tells me a lot. That's like you, Josh. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, is it, it, what they're doing is they're saying, well, you know what? I have a solution for you. And that's in the form of an annuity. And so, uh, you know, it's, like I said, instead of doing the right thing, they say, well, I have this solution for you. And the problem is they make, they do this sales pitch and they explain what the, how the annuity works. And the client's like, why didn't you tell me about this before? This sounds great. I mean, you're telling me I can get the market return, but when the market goes down, I don't know if it's experienced that and I get a guarantee and all of these things that just sound so great. It's, I get to eat my, you know, I get everything that I've ever wanted. I don't have to exercise and eat right. I can just eat whatever I want and never exercise and I'm still going to be a supermodel. Uh, and the advisors, I guess, say, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it boggles my mind because in the investment business and Josh in my business, if it sounds too good to be true, I've never seen a case where it's not. It always is. Well, and the interesting thing when, you know, it's indexed, index annuity issuance is what's exploding. And, of course, that's the prey on market volatility. But the idea behind that is that you're, quote, capping your downside and forgoing opportunity to the upside. But the sort of the contrary logic to it is you're, forgo you're willing to accept capped returns at precisely the time that 
returns are going to be so much better going into the future. So it's just, you know, that purchase is made contrary to the time that you actually want to do it. And of course, it's based on fear, predicated on fear. And so, you know, that's why we bring it up. Well, and the other thing that's important to know is that there's a direct inverse correlation to how good it is for the person selling it to you and how bad it is for you. So the person selling these things are getting paid ginormous commissions, huge commissions. And so they're very incented to sell these things. Not a single person has ever come into our office, never in the history of me doing this, and said to me, Tyler, I want to buy an indexed annuity or I want to buy a variable annuity. It's never happened. And nobody, that does, just doesn't happen. And so these things are sold by salespeople preying on the fear that exists in the market. And so they get paid huge commissions to do it. And you, the person buying these things, are paying these exorbitant fees. The fees are in these things are, you know, if I went through the fees, you would be blown away by the fees. But in some cases, in variable annuities, you can be paying 4% annual fees. Um, they, they lock your money up for, in some cases, 10, 12 years, meaning you, you, know, you pay a penalty to get your money if you take it out in that period. And then if it's in tax, it's in taxable, with taxable money, that doesn't get a step up in cost basis. So, you know, your house, your taxable investment account, when you pass that to your kids or beneficiaries, they get a step up in basis so they don't have any tax liability. The annuity doesn't. The tax liability goes with it. So there's so many reasons that this drives us not that this happens. And when we see sales records being broken nationally, it's always in times of volatility. They're sold all the time because advisors are lazy. Instead of educating people on what they should be really doing, they just – take the easy path the, and get paid the most, and buy the The Audi. most logical purchase being made, you know, a, a single premium immediate annuity at a higher interest rate, of course, is only 3% of total sales. So it just like, it's like it doesn't even exist. All right. If you'd like to be part of the program, you have a question or a comment, call us 877-670-7117. Or you can always email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about investment returns versus you, the investor's returns. Stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on northwestquadrantwealth.com.